Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to the Morning After with Nick and Big J. We are here on a Thursday. It is the 27th day of October 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. As we set the table for this Thursday, we got a nerd alert courtesy of Big J. Are we focusing on the world of gaming or technology today? Uh, Both. A little bit of both. Oh, all right. 50-50. So you can expect at least two of each. Look out. No, I I didn't say that. Oh. It's not evenly balanced? I said a little bit of both. Okay, yeah, but I said which one are you focusing more on? That must mean that one of them is weighted one way or the other, right? Maybe. But you don't know which one? I haven't decided yet. Oh. So get ready. He's not ready for the Nerd Alert, but he will be in mere moments. On top of that, we also have a chance for you to go to a sold-out show. I Prevail is going to be in town on the 1st of November. We got you covered there, which is always very nice. And another clue in the X-Rock murder mystery, you guys. Two clues left. That's it. So uh, we are getting down to it. Somebody needs to solve this thing. I think there's a puncher's chance somebody does it today. Yeah? As we get closer. Yeah, I mean, I, I think. I mean, you'd have to know a little bit before we full on, like, give it away tomorrow because we need a winner. But I think that maybe, uh, like, I'm going to put the actual wrap up on the board in case somebody gets this handled. Because, again, there's a lot of things that were thrown out yesterday, and maybe somebody was paying attention. Who knows? But you start putting all this stuff together, and it starts to almost make sense a little bit. So you're going to want to tune in for that. That's going to happen at 7.30. And then we have another code word as we kick off another drawing, another day of $1,000. There's inflation retaliation. And that's going to happen a little bit after 9 o'clock, your first code word of the day. To text in to us to get in on the drawing for $1,000, which we do do every single weekday. And we will all the way up to almost Thanksgiving. There's still almost over three weeks left. It's a lot of money, man. Yeah, Yeah, it is a lot of money. But we're not messing around, Big J. We're tired of people saying that we are. You understand? Okay. I'm not sure who it is. Yeah, But I've heard whispers of saying, hey, the ex is messing around. And I'm like, hang on a second. I want to make it perfectly clear we are not messing around. Put a knot in front of that, and then you get an idea of where we're at. But we also play music on this show, and we're going to do that a couple times over, too. Let's get started with the Foo Fighters this morning here on the X-Rocks. Stop. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The Treasure Valley has gotten larger, Big J. Population-wise, I think we've also spread ourselves out pretty significantly, you know? So yeah. much so that, you know, Kuna and, and Eagle and Star seem so far away, and now it's just, you know, it's part of things, and that's the way we look. But one of the biggest areas of growth over the last several years and biggest cities in the state of Idaho has been Meridian, Big J. And so now they're starting to expand their services a little bit. 
The Meridian Fire Department announced they're going to expand their services by 40%, according Oof, to what? And information they just released. Yeah, they, they were going to open two new fire stations by fall of 2023. And then they need to hire at least nine firefighters to staff one station, which means they're going to look to hire and train 30 new firefighters and five executive roles by fall of next year as well. So these positions and additional stations are necessary because they want to keep pace with and also anticipate the fact that, listen, there's a ton of subdivisions still being built in Meridian right now. Yeah. And so there's going to be more people moving out in this particular area, and they know they've seen rapid growth, and they have had a couple of emergency stations pop up, but none in the last four or five years. And they're like, listen, we need to make sure that we can get to places as quickly as possible in case of an emergency. So... They're going to expand a little bit. So if you've always wanted to be a firefighter, Big J, over the next calendar year is the way that you want to go. They're going to need some help, and they're going to look for some people. They're going to start recruiting. So think about it, won't you? And thank you to all the men and women who already do fight fires for a living. We appreciate all the work that you do. We have a very good relationship with the Meridian Fire Department. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, agreed. All fire departments, really, if we're thinking about it. That's true. And your father-in-law was a part of which fire department? uh, The Boise... Boise Fire Department. <laughs> See, like you're going to go deeper, but you just decided to double down on it. The Philadelphia Eagles have made a trade with the Chicago Bears for Robert Quinn. The Bears are getting a fourth-round pick in return. There is speculation that there could be more players involved from the Bears before the November 1st trade deadline, which means the Bears are selling. And the Eagles are buying, so that just solidifies the Eagles' already very good defense. And if you're a fan of an NFC team, this should probably frighten you a little bit as other NFC teams are giving them the talent they need to pretty much do what they want to do around there if the Philadelphia Eagles can stay healthy. That's not always my one caveat. You know, we always, like, put in, like, guarantees that it's going to happen. Like, right now, the Buffalo Bills or the Chiefs seem unstoppable. Man, the NFL is a crazy-ass place. And, like, injuries happen all the time. And all it takes is one injury to go down for that team to change its entire season. I mean, I don't want it to happen because I'm a fan and I'm rooting for them to do well. But if Josh Allen is hurt, that Bills team's not going to the Super Bowl, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, highly unlikely. And so all it takes is one of those things to go down. So barring injury, I mean, yes, it's it's tough to say, wow, Philadelphia's got a pretty easy path to the Super Bowl because the NFC is very weak this year. And they're right, it is. But, you know, we're, they we're only halfway through the season. Not even halfway. Yeah. There's 17 games now, man. We're in week eight. I mean, you know, we got to go to week 10 before we're halfway almost. It's crazy. So we got some time, but uh, there's a lot of football left, I guess, is my point on top of that. We have a Thursday night football game, at least on paper, I think, at the beginning of the season. This was one that everybody was looking forward to. I'm not sure how good the game's going to be tonight, but we got Baltimore at Tampa Bay, and both teams are already Wait, bitching what? about... What? Uh, that seems like it would be a terrible the way those teams have That's played. That's what I'm saying. Like At the beginning of the season, you're like, ooh, Baltimore-Tampa Bay. And then you're like, week eight, you're like, ooh, Baltimore-Tampa Bay. Uh, but they're already complaining about having to play on Thursday Night Football. So it's almost like they're preparing for us uh, to let you know that they don't really want to be here tonight. So we'll see how it all uh, shakes out. But uh, remember to set your fantasy lineups as well. Uh, I don't think I'd ever have Keenan Thompson on the uh, award show host du jour bingo card list but this is apparently who he is now uh keenan of course a longtime snl member so you know he's talented and very funny but he's also trying to do his own sitcom but now he's hosting every award show they'll give him a chance to do and he is going to take another shot of the people's choice awards on december 6th now this is a show he's already hosted 
once before. You can watch it on NBC and on E if you're glutton for punishment. It's, it's simulcasting for some reason. Uh, and that's going to happen on uh, no, December 6th. So that's when you can watch Keenan uh, Thompson host his next award show. And apparently they're going to have him host every award show going forward. So get used to it. <laughs> That is falling in reverse voices in my head here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And I want to preface this by saying the event we're going to talk about is very, very unlikely to happen. As a matter of fact, scientists place it at about a 1% chance in happening in our lifetimes. But there was some interesting evidence that they discovered over the last couple of months. And they were kind of researching older trees to kind of figure out, you know, trees have been along for a very long time, especially the very big ones. And they can, their rings can actually help document things like cosmic radiation and provide some snapshots of Earth's past. And what they found out is, over Earth's history, once every thousand years or so, there are huge bursts of cosmic radiation. And they found these particular evidences in a bunch of trees across the world. So they know it's one of those like worldwide events. Yes, it's a huge, gigantic event. It's known as a Mayaki event. And they've occurred approximately once every thousand years, but they're not exactly sure what causes them. Here's what they do know. That it's not like it's exactly harmful to humans. You're not going to get like any kind of issues or problems or anything like that, which is always nice. But uh, an event like that, they, they're discovering with the amount of cosmic radiation that it has, there's no doubt about it. It would fry most of our electronics. It's like a, it's basically... An EMP. Yes, yeah, like an EMP that happens through space that radiates and gets us. And they're saying there's no doubt it would knock out our phone service, it would cut off our power, and it would kill the internet. And, uh, oh, and that those, might be a miracle. <laughs> those are things that would happen. And I started kicking around. I'm like, man, wouldn't that be wonderful if we, if we had a chance to do that? But this... We would not know how to react without the stuff that we have. I mean, our society would cease to function if we didn't have those things at our ready. Can you imagine, like, uh, the kind of problems that stuff would cause? No, yeah, it would be it would be really bad. And not even just talking about that, but, I mean, the, 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 the amazing part about it is all of these things are fairly, you know, new and addictive for the last 30 years, you know? You and I grew up in a time where nobody had a cell phone. You and I grew up in a time where the internet was but a a joke, and then around 1994, it became kind of a thing. There were computers and stuff, but the internet really wasn't... There were more word processors back when we were going to school. Uh, Power, of course, has always been a thing, so that would be a very big issue. But uh, I'm not saying it's going to happen. Neither scientists, they say it's about a 1% chance of going on, but it is still something that probably would be crazy to be a part of uh and luckily it wouldn't do us any damage but it would change and how long the things would be out all those kind of things i mean i don't know if it's a quick reset you know you plug out you unplug the internet and you plug it back in you're good to go as long as you're hooked up to a surge protector i'm not sure but the point is these things could happen and there could be a time where something allows us not to have connection to these computers in our pockets every time we turn around which would be quite the uh, reality check i think uh, well, it would be a temporary thing, but in that temporary time, uh, all hell would break loose. Yeah, riots, all sorts of stuff. There's, and, and, you know, I mean, certain government agencies and some of their stuff is protected against EMP, but not enough for the, you know, global infrastructure of most of people. Um, it would uh, it would be some suffering there for a little bit. Well, not but. only that, but also, I mean, you know, EMPs, we think we can understand, or at least understand the damage uh, here and contained by one. This is a whole new level of 
disaster. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's no doubt before the infrastructure would be back up, but it'd be something to witness, and I'm not sure it would be a good thing either. Morning after with Nick and Big J. On the list, we got your nerd alert. It's coming up next on the X Rock. <laughs> in tech and gaming. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Well, it took a long time for Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga to come out and uh, it has been received with a lot of accolades. Now, 30 more Star Wars characters are coming to the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga next week. Thanks to the release of the game's second character pack and its Galactic Edition bundle, Fans of Disney Plus Star Wars shows like Obi-Wan Kenobi, The Book of Boba Fett, and Andor will be feasting, as will fans of animated series like Star Wars Rebels and The Clone Wars. So, a new trailer for the add-on shows off just about everybody uh, who's going to be part of this uh, new release date coming on November 1st, including version new versions of Obi-Wan Kenobi, both in post-prequels form and summer holiday gear from the extremely silly LEGO Star Wars Summer Vacation Special. Uh, you got Darth Vader there, fan favorites like... Uh, uh, Ezra Bridger, Admiral Thrawn, Cade Bane, uh, Cobb Vanth, the armor from The Mandalorian, Captain Rex, and uh, others also incoming. So, uh, making the way for Skywalker Saga are stars of Andor, including Cassian himself and his former gal pal, Bix. Colleen, art dealer, insurrectionist Luther, uh, Luthen Rail, and Imperial Security Middle Managers, uh, Cyril Karen and Deidre Miro. So suffice to say, there's a lot happening there, and uh, people are enjoying themselves, the Lego Star Wars. Have you, is this something you'd ever... I've never played. I mean, I, I think I've game? once tried Indiana Jones Lego and couldn't get into it, and I just haven't picked up a Lego game since. I love the, the pop cultureness of it and, and the stuff you get with it, but it's hard to get into the Lego side of it for me you know the animated lego stuff so it's not something i've been into maddie loves actually playing it so uh there's that now when the european parliament voted in favor of making USB-C the common charging standard in the region it was pretty obvious which company was going to be the most affected by that mandate apple of course and uh, the tech giant already has had uh, ipad models with USB-C ports its iphone still require a lightning connector now in an interview at wall street journal's tech live event apple's svp of worldwide market Marketing Greg Jaswiak says confirmed that the tech giant will be transitioning to USB-C connectors to comply with EU's regulation. Quote, we have no choice as we do around the world but to comply to local laws. However, he didn't say whether Apple is only making a different variant for the European market while continuing to sell phones with lightning connectors elsewhere. Well, I imagine they probably would because, again, they pocket all that money and this takes a portion of that money out of their pocket. But, you know, this, the United States is talking about doing the same thing as well. Yeah. And so it may not be long before that becomes a thing here as well. Uh, and that's that's fine and good. And I'm OK with it. Uh, I think everybody's doing just fine without the charger money. But also it'd be nice, you know, if your friend needed a charger like we were at the live broadcast on Saturday and somebody's like, you have an iPhone rem- charger? And I'm like, I don't yeah. have an iPhone, bro. Sorry. Yeah. And so, you know, helping somebody out when they they need it would be nice to be able to do that. And so I I think making everything uniform makes sense. But uh, I understand why companies would be upset because they want to sell their proprietary stuff. Yeah, they worked really hard on all that, um, for sure. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 uh, has uh, has launched. And they've done something really unique, Nick, which uh, hasn't been done before. And that's that uh, last week they they released, for those who had pre-ordered the game, the campaign before 
or you could play the the multiplayer. This is something completely different. And so I got to say, it's a pretty great idea because a lot of people will uh, generally just skip right over the campaign and go right to multiplayer. And this is kind of for some of those other players to, hey, check out the campaign and see what it's like. So you've had a week to play with that campaign and uh, I've had a chance to play. I haven't finished it yet, but uh, boy, the graphics for this game are amazing as you would expect as it's on next gen and just, um, you know, the campaign is a note node to the, the original game in 2009 when Modern Warfare uh, 2 came out uh, many years ago. So it's it's not a remake, uh, but they've uh, they've kind of updated it for the bad guys and all that sort of thing. So it's a really sharp campaign and a lot of fun and intense. Well, uh, we have now uh, the uh, the second portion of that coming out, the multiplayer, which will uh, should have hit consoles here this morning uh, at about uh, 5 o'clock. So uh, you can get in there and if you've, again, this is if you've pre-ordered the game, uh, you can get in and play your uh, multiplayer stuff today with it officially coming out tomorrow for everybody else. So uh, we'll see with that. And they've got a nice roadmap to how everything's going to land here in the next uh, few months. And of course, November 16th, Call of Duty Warzone 2.0 will be hitting and uh, that'll be a whole nother animal altogether. So we'll probably be talking about that as well. But you've got a good month and a half or so here of uh, playing the uh, the multiplayer Modern Warfare 2 preseason, as they're calling it. And uh, that's uh, going to be a lot of fun. So you've been playing it for a week, which means, you know, one of your critiques about the game in the past is the campaign's been fairly short. This one must be longer then, or you just uh, haven't been playing I, as I much. I haven't had a chance okay. to really to play, play that much. I mean, it's not as short as the last campaign was, that's for sure. Um, and it's, Was that it's, Cold War? Was that the last one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, Vanguard. Vanguard, okay. Um, and, uh, but I tell you what, it's been a lot of fun. And it's so, uh, it's one of those things, you know, you don't really get to go back and play the campaign over and over again. I mean, there are some achievements that you can get, um, obviously, and the really cool thing about the way they did this release is if you did the campaign and finished the campaign, you get you, you get a bunch of really cool stuff for the full launch. So uh, you get like uh, some, uh, you get a, a bunch of additional like um, XP and things like that that you can use for the beginning of this preseason. So that's a really cool, smart thing that nobody else has tried before, and I pretty much dig it. All right, there you go. There's your nerd alert, courtesy of Big J. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J coming up. Some important stuff, plus another clue in the X Rock Murder Mystery. With Nick and Big J. Big J, Monday is Halloween. You know that, right? Yeah. So now is the time you're starting to see a bunch of information about ghosts and supernatural activity Ooh, yeah. and paranormal things and next of kin, etc., etc. But there was a story that kind of grabbed my attention, Big J. There was a survey done by a home security company. You're a homeowner, right? Yeah. Do you believe the house that you're currently living in is haunted? No. Have you ever lived in a house that was haunted? Uh, in a house, I don't... God, I don't think so. You know, the house I grew up in as a kid in Montana, the basement always freaked me out. But um, for sure, when I lived in the Idaho, yeah, that place is haunted as hell. What would happen? Uh, the elevator is creepy and weird. And uh, the What does that floor... mean, though? Like, I mean, like, did, did spirits appear to you in the elevator? Or? No, no. But I, I... Okay, I didn't see anything, but I've heard a lot of stories about the elevator. But uh, the, the floor above me um, on the corner, just a couple rooms over where I was was a really creepy place in fact you know some people had been murdered there uh, suicides have happened there so it, it there's a lot of weird stuff that would happen there Eidenhaw's got there's very famous stories about the 
a hauntedness of that place. Over uh, 50% of homeowners currently in the United States believe they live in a house that is currently haunted. Uh, another said that 44% were convinced at some point in their lives they also lived someplace else that was haunted and maybe spirits are following them around. Oh. Now, researchers attribute increasing belief in ghosts to, well, an increase of docudramas that kind of the found footage stuff that paints itself as paranormal activity right, next of kin as reality, but is actually works of fiction. Uh, a decline in a bunch of other things that are going on and a huge jump in the interest in the paranormal. To be fair, nobody interviewed for any stories have ever encountered any aggressive or violent ghosts. There's been no damage done to them. They're just convinced that they're not alone and that that's the case. Um, and so I guess if you think you're in a haunted house or you're living in some place that spirits happen to share with you, you're not alone. And I guess technically you're in the majority of Americans. I don't fall in that category. I don't think that's been one of my things. Although, you know me, I am fairly skeptic when it comes to ghosts. I feel like uh, people believe with all of their hearts that that's a thing. I think people believe in ghosts. There's no doubt about it. I just have a hard time uh, wrapping my head around it. Only maybe because I haven't had any experiences with it. But there also is a little bit to be said with, you know, we all we all want to feel like we're the stars of our own story, you know, and we're special enough to be haunted and followed around by spirits and all that kind of fun stuff. But happy Halloween, everybody. Enjoy your haunted houses. I hope it's fantastic. That's going to do it for Brandon Jones, the safety for the Miami Dolphins. He is done for the rest of the season with the knee injury. He was leading the team this season with 49 tackles, but unfortunately he will miss the rest of the year. Uh, Russell Wilson says he is ready to go for Sunday's game against the Jacksonville Jaguars in London. He missed last weekend's game against the Jets because of a hamstring injury, but he will be back. And we've got Baltimore and Tampa Bay tonight on Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. If you would like to watch that football game, you can, as long as you're a subscriber. Kind of a surprise yesterday uh, coming out, courtesy of the Motley Crew Camp. We, of course, had announced earlier in the week that they have announced they're going to continue touring all the way through 2024. And so, for the rest of eternity. Right. But they're going to do so without Mick Mars. The founding guitarist of the band Motley Crew has announced that he will no longer go out on tour with the band because he has uh, really kind of dealing with the end stages of this disease he's had since the uh, birth of his career. It's called AS, which is a very difficult word to pronounce but basically it's a painful struggle that is very difficult for him to go out on stage it affects his spine which is kind of why he's been hunched over for years it's it's really painful he's been dealing with it a lot and he powered through this particular tour but after they wrapped up the stadium tour he's like i i just i can't i can't do it anymore the band has not yet named who will replace Mick Mars when they perform live, but uh, they certainly are going to go on without him, which kind of made me sad. But listen, to his credit, I mean, when we interviewed him with Tommy Lee, what was it, 13 years ago? Yeah. I mean, it, we, 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 it was like, wow. I mean, you know, he Mick Mars. Old. Yes. And, and that, that was 13 years ago, and he was still out there on the road. So let us say this, whether you're a fan of Molly Crew or not, the man's perseverance, strength, and ability to be able to do what he's done for as long as he has, overcoming and battling this disease every step of the way is admirable, and he should at least have the ability to hang it up when he wants to. I'm glad he's doing it on his own terms and not somebody else's, 
and I, I certainly am happy that I've had a chance to talk with him, but it, it's very clear we've reached the end of the road for McMars on the road, and I wish him the best of luck. He's a good dude. Agree or disagree? Yeah, agree. So, sure. uh, Molly Crew will have a different look when they go out on the road next time around, but mostly they're going to be in the Europe and overseas in this particular run that they're going on, but they're not slowing down anytime soon. <laughs> Going to hell and you know it! The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Dealin, Florida is where we're going to go for today's We're Going to Hell story. And I imagine, you know, all of us have been in the workforce long enough to have had a coworker where we don't exactly see eye to eye with and get along with, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, whether or not you work with them on the regular or you just happen to have the same place of employment, there's. And it doesn't necessarily have to be every single job. Listen, if you go to some job and you have a rival at every job you work at, you're probably the problem, if we're being honest. But if you have some places that you have worked and you're like, man, I just want to avoid that person or I don't get along with them or whatever, that's part of being an adult and working with others. But if you have got beef with somebody that you work with, boy, you better watch your back, Big J, because we have a story coming out of Central Florida that... Maybe it's close to home for you. I'm not what sure. What the hell does that mean? So uh, there was a 48-year-old man named Jerome Ellis who works at a Dollar General store there with a co-worker that he has worked with for the last six months. And they just don't get along. Uh, the other co-worker said he thought it was in- innocent ribbing and kind of having some fun. But according to the police report, Jerome Ellis says he was tired of his co-worker always telling him to, quote, go to hell. He was saying oh, it all yeah. the time to him. That is me. When, that's, that's what I say to people. Whenever there was a disagreement or he was trying to be funny, he would throw out the go to hell line and it just got on Jerome's nerves. And he was like, listen, I'm tired of hearing it. It's time for this to stop. And so while this gentleman was on his break, the uh, Jerome decided he was going to try and put an end to being told go to hell once and for all. He uh, grabbed the soda that the gentleman was drinking and first started to spit in it. And he's like, that'll teach him. And then he was like, well, hang a second. I work at a Dollar General. I'm going to pour bleach in this guy's soda. Yeah, murder him. Game over, man. Send him to hell. I mean, he left his soda unsupervised. He went to the bathroom. What do you think I'm going to do? Just let it sit there? No. He said, uh, and that's when the plan kind of went awry, uh, as he did pour bleach in the gentleman's soda. When he came back, he, he he smelled it, took a drink, and was like, there's bleach in this soda. Who put bleach? Who Go to hell. Who put bleach in my soda? And so he got all upset. Police were called. They did a test. Sure enough, there was bleach in the soda. They questioned everybody on shift. And 48-year-old Jerome Ellis did confess to putting bleach in his co-worker's drink. So he could get back at him for telling him to go to hell all the time. He didn't like it. He told him to stop. He wouldn't stop. And so he finally decided to take it into his own hands. He has been charged with poisoning, Big J. That carries a stiff sentence. He's also been charged with tampering with evidence because apparently he tried to hide the bleach and was evasive and all that kind of stuff. So multiple charges now for trying to kill your coworker because he told you to go to hell. So watch out, Big J. I guess my point. Whatever happened, it sounds like it's a place that's got HR, you know. Go tell them, hey, this guy keeps harassing me by telling me to go to hell. Make it stop. It could. Maybe he has. I mean, again, not, not the, the, the story is not very detailed. I'm not sure what route he went or if he jumped right into freaking, you know, uh, 
Death Wish style and getting his own vengeance on people. I was trying to think. Paul Kersey was the name I was looking for. And so he was <laughs> Paul Kersey. And so he was trying to take the law into his own hands. Not a smart play. Yeah. Also, telling you to go to hell is not a capital offense, nor should it be punishable by it's death. It's pretty dumb when you get down to it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would agree. And but kill when you're somebody like over me that. and you really believe in hell, it's got <laughs> meaning. Like, yeah, you suck and you're going to... but. But I also don't mean that you suck. It's just a weird thing I say. Jerome may be very religious, and he could be taking it literally. You're absolutely correct. He will burn in hell. And he doesn't want to do that. And he was being tired that he's going to burn for all eternity. And so he. But uh, I tell you what, though, honestly, you want a one-way ticket to hell? Murder somebody, bro. I mean, that's a. That's gr- what's kept me from murdering people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're talking about fulfilling the prophecy here. All the road rage moments, you can say, because of the fact that I don't want to go to hell. Morning After with Nick and Big J, but this segment's called We're Going to Hell. Whoa. We got some important stuff Tie coming up together, here in a few minutes. Hold on for that, plus your pop culture smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, Americans aren't very good at following instructions from time to time. And it appears that we're doing protein bars wrong. Oh. They just did a study at Arizona State University. While protein bars originally kind of have been on the market as some sort of like, you know, meal replacement kind of thing. You're supposed to grab it in case you can't grab a full breakfast or a full lunch or whatever. They could sometimes be used in weight loss kind of programs. Other times they're just used as, you know, hey, listen, if you want, you know, a little bit of a break and you want to get that calorie and that protein intake and all that kind of stuff, then here's where you can go. The problem is, Big J, too many Americans are using them as snack bars. (laughs) I'm so hungry, I'm going to have a snack. (laughs) They think they're like granola bars and they're like shoving them down your gullet, but they're significantly more uh, calorie intake as well as, you know, protein involved in those than regular granola bars. And so you're actually doing yourself a disservice if you're shoving protein bars down your gullet and not using them as some sort of supplement or a way to actually help you build up some mass. In fact, uh, on average, the average person that buys the protein bar, their fat mass increased by 1.1 pounds over the survey. And these are people that worked out and people that didn't as well, that weren't using them correctly. And so it's just the, like, basically, if a lot more people are using them wrong than using them correctly is what it boils down to. Now, a high-protein diet can reduce hunger, but protein bars also have a bunch of sugars and high-fructose corn syrup in them as well, and so that can attribute to weight gain instead of weight loss in a lot of ways as well, even if you're using them correctly as a meal supplement. Sometimes it's just got too much bad stuff, and bodies react differently to increases in these things, and that's why you may not be seeing the results that you want is because there's also a bunch of other stuff in those bars besides just protein. Do you understand, Big J? Oh, I understand. Because if you eat a regular protein bar, it probably won't taste as good as the one that's dipped in peanut butter and chocolate. Mm, And so therein lies the trouble. Think about it, won't you? The Philadelphia Eagles have made a trade with the Chicago Bears. They grabbed pass rusher Robert Quinn. Roquan Smith broke down on a press conference yesterday upon learning that one of his favorite players and teammates was traded away to the Philadelphia Eagles. But he is gone. Of course, the Bears, he set the single-season record for that franchise with over 18 sacks last season. Only has one this season and has a pretty hefty price tag attached to him. So he's gone for a fourth-round pick. If you want to go to the World Series and you're a Philadelphia fan, it's going to cost you a pretty penny 
Cheapest ticket right now, $3,200 on StubHub to see the Phillies take on the Astros Damn. in the World Series. Uh, games in Houston are a bargain at $1,500 apiece because, well, they've been to the World Series for the last six years. And so there's that. But Philly fans are also buying up merchandise. They're really believing in this team. Uh, believe it or not, we still haven't played game one of the World Series. That doesn't take place until about uh, 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Game one is in Houston. We do have Baltimore-Tampa Bay on Thursday night football tonight. I'm not sure anybody was asking for this, but it's happening. A Sausage Party animated series is headed to Amazon, Big J. Yep, the 2016 adult animated comedy that featured the voice work of Seth Rogen and Kristen Wiig and Michael Sarah and David Crumholz, former guest the morning after Edward Norton popped up in there as well. It's going to be a 10-episode sequel-esque follow-up to the feature and feature a lot of the same characters that were involved in the movie, and it's coming to Amazon, so get ready. Uh, did you see the original, Big J? Yes. Thoughts? Eh. I saw the original in the theater. Oh, man. I know. Uh, but it was one that I was like, that was when I was in very heavy Seth Rogen phase. And I, I walked away going, all right. I mean, it was vulgar and fine. I, I, my, my thing was like, why? Yeah, why? of course. And it was just to make a bunch of uh, jokes, you know, yeah, a bunch, bunch of easy of ginger, jokes. A bunch of hot dog jokes. Yeah. But, and that's fine. I'm not sure I want to see the further adventures of. No. I think though, I think my kid Maddie, I think she loved it. I think she would love to see this series. All right, we'll so. see. I mean, it, it's coming in 2024, so we even have a long period of time to wait for it. So it'll be a good eight years after the original run. But there will be a sausage party animated series coming to Amazon. I'm sure it'll be as vulgar as the movie was. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what? We got Sold Out Show happening on Tuesday. I Prevail, along with Pierce to Veil. Uh, it's going to be awesome, and we've got tickets to that to hand to you for free. Like I said, sold out, so uh, very valuable tickets here. You're going to have to earn it by defeating me, Pop Culture Smackdown. I've been doing pretty good. You've been giving me some easy questions. I appreciate that, Nick. We're going to try again today to keep things going a little bit, but you did just hear I Prevail, so if you want tickets to that show, you might want to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. You are going to have to defeat Big J. Today, Big J is National Black Cat Day. So we're going to focus on kitties in popular culture. You understand? Meow. And you like cats? Love you know, cats. You like pop culture? These things could be right in your pop wheelhouse. Pop culture cats. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good morning, man. What's your name? Logan. Logan, you're up first. Logan, which black cat was Tweety Bird's enemy in the Looney Tune cartoons? That is Sylvester. That is correct. Nice work, Big J, what is the name of the black cat on The Simpsons? Oh, no. One of your favorite television shows of all time. Dude. Oh, no, you don't know? (laughs) Uh, This was the easy one, Logan. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that's... I mean, damn. All I remember is... Santa's little helper. That's the dog. So, I know. I don't remember the cat's name. Also, Scratchy. Uh, that's the cat in the cartoon, but not the Simpsons cat. No, no. Uh, but it does start with an S. Does that help? Samuel. Uh, no. Senti. Senti. No. Wrong. No. Uh, Logan, Civil? congratulations. You have uh, be, been victorious. You've got these I Prevail tickets. Do you have any guess what the Simpsons called their black cat? Yeah, you know Sylvester. Snowball. Snowball. He got right. it. Go to hell. Uh, I would have accepted Snowball, too, as well. Congratulations. Uh, Hang snowball. on one second there, Logan. Damn it. We'll make sure you're good to go. 
And there's your pop culture oh, man, smackdown. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Did you get it? for talking I, I smack? I feel like I've just been pantsed. We have got some headlines. They are coming up next on the X Rocks. It's like your daily update of really stupid stuff. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Not what I ordered. Check that bottle and the great bake-off. Check that bottle. If you're thinking about wiping down that kitchen of yours with a bottle of Pine Sol all-purpose cleaner under your sink, stop. Stop, Big J. It may contain bacteria that could cause serious illness in people Wait, with compromised it, immune systems. Isn't it supposed to kill bacteria and stuff? The Clorox company said Tuesday it has recalled its scented multi-service cleaners and all-purpose cleaners. The recall does in- include its original pine-scented Pine Sol, which is its only product registered as a disinfectant. The products that the company based in Oakland also uh, include Clorox Pro Pine Sol All-Purpose Cleaners, the Pine Sol Lemon Fresh Cleaners, and the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission said in a statement it needs to all come back. But you're right, Big J. This stuff is sold as bacteria-killing or, you know, cleanly uh, stuff, but something has gone seriously wrong. That overall just buying a lie. One of the Yeah, two. what is it? Uh, Pine Sol? Answer! It's not great. Uh, it's more Clorox than it is Pine Salt, but it's a Pine Salt brand that is immediately affected. So make sure if you have Pine Salt under your sink, look it up. Make sure you're throwing away the right stuff and that it goes where it belongs so that you don't make things worse than they already are. Not what I ordered or the Great Bake Off. The Great Bake Off. Big J, uh, Tuesday, November 1st is World Vegan Day. I don't have to tell you that. But Oscar Mayer is one of America's largest producers of meat and bacon in particular. That's right. But they are observing the day by actually challenging Americans to not eat bacon for the entire day of November 1st. Now, it's not a joke. The company actually wants you to not buy their product at all on November 1st. In fact, they're running a contest to see if Americans are actually able to live without bacon for a day. Now, they're calling it their Bake Off Challenge. And anybody that pledges to go bacon-free for a day will have a chance to win, Big J, a lifetime supply of bacon. All you have to do is go to Oscar Mayer's Facebook or Instagram page, leave a comment tagging two of your friends along with some hashtags that they'll have on there. You can also go on Twitter and retweet the post with some couple friends and hashtags, and you'll be entered to win a lifetime supply of bacon. And I say to thee, I don't know if they know what a lifetime supply of bacon is. I think it varies greatly based on person to person. Agree or disagree, Big J? Uh, agree, yeah. Unless they say, like, in our case, a lifetime supply of bacon is you get a package of bacon per week, basically, which could, I suppose, uh, I guess, keep any mortal person involved in it. But some people like two, three bags of bacon a week, right? Exactly. Bacon it up. But uh, listen, lifetime bacon, free lifetime bacon, never a bad thing. You have an opportunity to play a part. Do you think you can go a day without bacon? Yeah. Last day you had bacon, Big J? Sunday? Really? Got a piece on Sunday. Like for breakfast? Yeah. I'm trying to think of the last time I had bacon. Uh, It might have been a couple weeks ago, Uh, but uh, I don't honestly remember, so it would be easy for me. The question is, are you going to jump through all the hoops and tag some friends and put some hashtags? No. And that's the problem. Wrap it up with not what I ordered. A gamer was shocked when he didn't get what he was expecting in the mail. Matthew Tonkin spent about $450 for what he thought was an Xbox Series X, but instead, he received a bag of cat litter, Big J. Oh. He reached out to Amazon, but claims the abysmal customer service experience has failed to resolve the problem. 
He said, everything that he's got from Amazon has been what I ordered apart from this. All I want is my money back. Uh, he doesn't even have a cat, so he's not sure how he ordered an Xbox Series X and got cat litter instead. His friend has advised him to buy a cat instead. It'll make him a lot happier than probably the, the Xbox would or in the long haul. And so he's not thinking about that. But I don't know how this mix-up happens. But I imagine, you know, wires get crossed from time to time. As long as they make it good, it's okay. But it is interesting. I mean, it reminds me of when I bought a patio set of furniture online and got a necklace in the mail. Like, yeah, wasn't that like via Wish or something? It was not. wasn't even via Wish. It was a website that made it look like it was Home Depot, but it wasn't Home Depot. Remember, I was worried they stole my identity and my credit card information, but they hadn't, thank goodness. But they, I still, I still have the goofy little, like, uh, you know, pendant that they sent me. I did get my money back only because I called the credit card company, but I was never able to reach the company. So yes, just be careful. That's re Amazon, a much more reputable company than I bought my quote-unquote patio set furniture from. Generally, yeah. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. Another awesome event happening, and it's nice to welcome back Jeff Augusta from Zoo Boise once again. How are you, sir? I am doing fantastic. Thank you for having me in this morning. And we are getting ready for Halloween, and for the first time in a long time, it is good to welcome back Boo at the Zoo. This is a very big event for you guys, right? Yeah, it's it's probably our biggest event of the year, and it's one that people really get excited about happening. And so we've been really sad that we haven't been able to do it for the last couple years, but now it's back October 29th and October 30th, Saturday and Sunday. It's a whole week. Weekend, a boo at the zoo and this is the one that's for you know for the kids but really for everybody we have a trick-or-treat candy station set up throughout the whole zoo we have vendors and face painting the animals you get to get, watch them get in either Halloween enrichment or some pumpkins that they'll rip open and play with um, there's costume contests for different age groups throughout the day for prizes. This is really the the big celebration that we look forward to every year at Booth the Zoo. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of fun. It, it, it's the, it, adding a second day, doing it the whole weekend. Is that something the zoo's always wanted to do, but just hadn't had a chance to do it, or is it because of the pandemic and we missed it so much? I think it's a little bit of both, to be honest. Um, I think this year we're gonna, we're going to try it for two days, and you know if it's successful, maybe it'll, that'll continue on. I, I, there's no exact decision made on that, but. You know, it's part of it is we think that it deserves two days. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We do. Not everybody, you know, people work on Saturdays. People yep. uh, have commitments. We want to be able to make sure that this is available for everybody and accessible for everybody in the community. It's really awesome. It's it's amazingly family-friendly. I have taken the boys out to it several times. And, uh, you know, we've also been lucky enough to be a part of it, too. And one thing, like, I mean, I know you know because you've worked at Zoo Boise for a while. But, like, the amount of candy that we went through <laughs> when we were out there, it is crazy how many people kind of come through and be a part part of this thing so i know it's a really big event and i imagine zoo boys you probably goes through some candy yourselves when you're putting this together right uh, we do go through a lot of candy so uh and and it is uh that's okay you know it's it's halloween yeah. we should be going through a lot of candy and and i love seeing all the all the little kids dressed up in their different costumes and interacting with the animals and getting a chance to, to get up close and seeing that i think it's I mean, I'm getting a little heartfelt here having little girls too, but sure. that's that's my favorite yeah. part. This might be a silly question, but do the do the animals kind of know when there's a special event going on at the zoo? They they realize, hey man, this, there's something going on around here. Sometimes, um, I know our our male lion Revan. You know, a lot of times he's he's he, they don't live in a vacuum. I mean, they yeah. even he's like, even oh, in there's the wild. more little kids there's over more, here for me to more, eat. It's busier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but every once in a while, there'll be a costume that'll just you know. Get him really excited. Uh, it was one of those. I remember. I think it was about two, three years ago. It was one of those uh, young young boy, and he was in one of those blow up dinosaur things that yeah. you saw oh, on the T Rex, yeah. and he did not. 
<laughs> he was he was he was ready to go. <laughs> he was right up against that glass pouncing, and uh, and so there's every once in a while. Usually it doesn't, you know, it doesn't bother them. They they don't they're not going to be any more or less interactive. But every once in a while there's a costume, and there's times where certain costumes will upset an animal. We will have to ask somebody to step away because. Our, their animal welfare of those animals are our number one concern yeah, always. of course. Of course. Makes sense so. to us. But it's a great chance for you to dress up the kids, go to a great, safe community event, and uh, get a ton of candy. Because there's all sorts of people set up at all sorts of candy stations throughout the entire zoo. So as you're making your usual turn, and now it's a two-day event, my goodness, the candy that these kids could pull in <laughs> over the course of the weekend is going to be pretty incredible, right? Uh, absolutely, for sure. And, you know, it's our normal admission price for that. Um, if you are a zoo member, you do get in for free, so that's a great benefit. And uh, we're just excited for this weekend. More information, and I'm sure if you want to buy advanced tickets, you can do so at your website, right? Yep, zooboise.org. Go check it out and go check out Boo at the Zoo this weekend. Two special days, Saturday and Sunday. And Jeff, thanks again for coming in, man. We appreciate it. I always appreciate you guys. Thank you. And after with Nick and Big J. Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru, and up for grabs your tickets to lounge at the end of the universe, VIP style. You can use these whenever. Get yourself in VIP is always nice, and uh, they always got a bunch of cool stuff happening, as we'll learn tomorrow morning. Uh, you just need to figure out Bad Impressions to get those. Number is 208-287-1003. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J's got three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, then you get to go check out a comedy show at your leisure. Big J, how many clues is it going to take today? Um, I'm going to say maybe two. All right. Big J has thrown down the gauntlet. Let's see what happens. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. What's your name? It's Logan. All right, Logan. Good luck. Being a really nice guy was... The secret to my success. Next. I recently reunited with my buddy Christopher Lloyd from our time in Back to the Future. Oh, next. From Family Ties, Back to the Future, and Spin City, I had a great career before I had to retire. Oh, my God. I'm trying to get his name. Um... Michael J. Fox. There you there go. You go. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those VIP lounge at the end of the universe tickets. It needed three today, but we got there. Why is Michael J. Fox in the news? He's going to be appearing in People's Kindness issue, which comes out tomorrow. And he told the outlet, and this is crazy, he had a rough year. Uh, he had it broke his cheek, and how that happens, I don't know. Oh. Uh, he uh, broke his hand, his shoulder, had a replacement shoulder put in, broke his right arm, and then broke his elbow. And he's only 61. And he says he's feeling just a little bit older than that. I I can understand so. that. I mean, you know, anybody who uh, did you watch that whole interview with him and Christopher Lloyd no, together at the New York Comic Con? It was beautiful yeah. and amazing. But you can tell Michael J. Fox as he continues to struggle, he is going through these particular things, which is why raising awareness, money, and funds for the stuff that he is looking forward to doing is very important to him. Yeah, he does say it has been a struggle, but he is happy, and he says that because uh, I hope on some level people can find happiness in spite of what they're going through. So. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's the whole deal in uh, being kind. Yeah, he certainly is uh, the best of us, and very, very nice that he is getting some of that recognition for that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show. That's happening next on the X Rocks. That's Chili Peppers. That's tip of my tongue, and that's wrapping up the Morning After with Nick and Big J here on this Thursday. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. It's always appreciated. Special thank you to Jeff from Zoo Boise. 
Talking about Boo at the zoo this weekend. That was always nice to hear from him, and hopefully you can grab the kids and go out to that. Have yourself a good time. We had another clue in the X-Rock murder mystery. Two more chances to hear that clue. We had a code word in the inflation retaliation. Four more code words happening today, and we gave away some I Prevail tickets. That will continue tomorrow. Busy Friday show as well. Jen Adams from Lounge at the End of the Universe popping by. We're also going to have a visit from Randall, our friend from Majestic Cinemas. They've got a trunk or treat event happening on Saturday morning that we want to educate you about and make sure that you have that opportunity to bring the kids out to that if you'd like and that leaves you with the floor big j today is navy day nick which means it's time to salute all the men and women who have served both past and present in the united states navy of course we've got uh, somebody serving the united states navy who worked here for a while joelle so yep. uh thank you for her service and all those that uh that were in the navy at some point i know a couple listeners for sure have been and uh thank you very much for your service and uh thanks to the navy Indeed. Uh, and Joelle uh, it seems to be very happy. She's stationed at Pearl Harbor, right? Uh, I think so, Doing yeah. Doing her thing. Uh, good for her. We're very proud of her and awesome, and thank you for your service. We appreciate it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's it for us. Jason Drew's coming in next. You guys have a good one. It's the X Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.